Hello family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is First Chronicles Chapter 10. And as you listen to for the word of prayer, Almighty Living God, I thank you for this wonderful day and thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of provision and thank you for always being there for us, Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, what you have done, what you have failed to do. May you please forgive us, may you when you're guiding us and the mantle of your grace, Father, continue keeping us, all those who are sick. May you heal them, Father, as a precious blood and let them emerge victors, Father, all those who have lost hope, all those who are in pain and in agony, Father, may you heal them, all those who don't have what to eat, may you provide for them, and Father, for all our requests that we have not put before you, may you listen to our cries and please from our hearts, we pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name, that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us, amen, and without wasting time, let's start off with First Chronicles chapter 10, Saul takes his life. Now the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell dead on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines were in hot pursuit of Saul and his sons, and they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and run me through. All these uncircumcised fellows will come and abuse me. But his armor bearer was terrified and could not do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When the armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled, and the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols and their people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. When all the inhabitants of Gabesh Gilad heard about what the Philistines had done to Saul, all their valiant men went and took their bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. Then they buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh and they fasted seven days. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. And this is where our wonder chapter ends. It's another relatively very, very short wonder chapter. And I just have two things that I want to put across. And the first one comes from verse 13. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for help. Similarly, again, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and consulted a medium for guidance. Amen. And let's just go straight. You know, if you have been following this series, we saw how powerful Saul was. Amen? From where God picked him up to where he was put. We see he loses track. 
and now we see him being defeated in battle amen to an extent that he died very can I say miserably very sheepishly he killed himself can you imagine by the time you are reaching by the time you reach that state of killing yourself do you know like what you have gone through to reach there when you are once a very powerful kick in the land and why did he die the main reason was because he was unfaithful to the lord amen Saul was not faithful to the lord and that is how we christians are living today amen you'll be like hey but i'm still alive yes most of us are alive but spiritually we are dead do you know dead we have been buried ages ago We are dead. Why? Because we are not faithful to the Lord. We are unfaithful to the Lord. And it's that time when we are dead in faith. Amen. It's that time when we are dead spiritually. That the devil will make us comfortable where we are. The devil will try all its best to keep you comfortable. That's when Every Sunday, it starts raining. I never bothered about church. That's when you get that promotion and you get so busy, you forget about your Bible. That's when you get so much money that you, you can't even start thinking of, you know, being generous and offering to others. When you're spiritually dead. And that's like some, the, 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 the devil really wants to keep you there, trust me. The devil is really happy when you are there. It will give you an excuse to every sin that you commit. Amen. You do something. Ah, but you know the first. What even so and so did this. Ah, I was, I was watching the news. Pastor so and so did this. Reverend Father so and so did this. Bishop so and so so did this. I'm not bad. When you are spiritually dead, and that is the worst place you as a Christian can be. When faith, when nothing of faith holds value to you. And it's in this period where we keep on accumulating problems. We keep on accumulating problems until one day our gates of problems burst. And it's problem after problem after problem. And you see the devil is so funny that you won't even see what is causing your problems. Amen. Because you will be so blind. You see, when you're spiritually dead, you just become spiritually blind. And when you're spiritually blind, you can't see a lot of things. You can't see the enemy around you. You can't see the progress, the actual progress you're making. Amen? You'll be seeing pseudo progress. You'll be thinking you're progressing, but you're in a treadmill. Amen? You think you're moving forward, but you're running on a treadmill. You can't see the treadmill. And remember, when you're in a treadmill, you're running, you're running in one place, but you're using energy. And that is what happens when you are spiritually blind, when you are dead in sin. And when you are dead in sin, when you start becoming dead spiritually, you will not keep his word. Amen. That's how it starts. It starts by breaking a few promises that you make to God. God, you know what? Every Sunday I'll be going to church. Every two days I'll be doing church work. And then you start breaking slowly. And then you reach the point of not keeping his words. Amen. They said, don't kill. You're killing left and right. Amen. ABC, you're breaking from commandment 1 to 10. And then again, you reverse from 10 to 1. 
And then when all that is happening, amen, what happened to Saul? We see him going to consult a medium for guidance. When he was supposed to be consulting the Lord, who was Saul consulting a medium? Can you imagine? Because he's spiritually blind. He's dead. He's spiritually dead. He doesn't know where he's going. And all this, we see him dying. We see him ending miserably in death. I told you only had two things for you. And the next one comes, the last one comes from verse 14. And he did not inquire of God. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. Who do you inquire? Who do you consult? You know, so many times we have problem after problem. Amen. You see, you have gone to your friend A, to your friend B, to your friend C. And there's nothing changing. And you're still like, what up? Let me continue. And by the way, I've not said once you have a problem, you don't go to your friends. Do not misquote me. I didn't say that. Amen. I didn't say that. But have you ever moved around the whole place, moved from one friend to another because you have a problem and you still feel it within you? Amen. You still feel like it's burning inside you, like you can't let it go. Then, my friends, such problems, the only place that you can take them to is the Lord. It's the only place where you shall feel like, okay, yes, my prayers have been answered. I am fine. I just get some time. Read First Chronicles chapter 10. What do you get? What message do you understand? Feel free to write to us, dailychris with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter, dailychriswithalan. We would love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Well, much loving God, and thank you for this wonderful day. And thank you for the gift of this wonderful, wonder chapter you have given to us. Father, so many times we are so lost. We are so dead, Father. We have been buried. We don't even know where the path is. We don't even know where we are going. The devil has really closed our eyes and blinded us, Father. But because of your mercy, but because of your grace, but because of your love, you always keep us alive, Father. You always give us that opportunity to come back and ask for a second chance. But we always fail, Father. And every time that we even ask for a second chance, Father, we do not ask it genuinely. And we end up going back to where we are. Why? Because we are so dead in sin. May you continue guiding us. May you continue showing us. May you continue protecting us, Father. And may you feel as the Holy Spirit that we never, ever forget that we are your children. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name. That if your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.